Hi, and welcome once again to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege to come to you with more biblical principles for contemporary living. I want you to stay tuned because this message is going to speak directly to you in these precarious times. So stay tuned as I address the theme, In the Midst of It All. This message is not designed today to elaborate on the significance of Nebuchadnezzar's dream or the nature and size of the image that he envisioned while sleeping. No, it's not about that great image that in itself is a message because it represented universal governments and how they would interact and how some would lose and others win. And it spoke about the conflict that we can anticipate in the interactions of governments. Meet a Persia all the way to Rome, the Grecians and all are represented in that image. Take some time, read it for yourself, and you'll appreciate the fact that God sent that image to really prophetically indicate what the future held for governments, the rise and the fall of governments. But that's not my intent in this message today. My intention, my attention rather, is drawn to the three Hebrew teenagers who were brought captive from their homeland into a Babylonian environment. Well, it's interesting because when you read in chapter 3, in fact, if you just read all of Daniel and this prophecy, you'll be impressed to see the strategies that are there as to how many times we will find in those strategies God's message to us today as to how we can prepare ourselves, as to how we can exist in captive situations. So I want you to stay tuned and be blessed as we consider the fact that in bringing the captives to Babylon, the intent of Nebuchadnezzar was to place a special emphasis on the youth, the young. In fact, you will, you know, you, you will hear there very emphatically, bring certain children. Bring certain children. The enemy wants our children. Not just certain children, but the best of the children. Royalty. 
Bring the royal seed. Bring those that have no blemish. Bring those that have wisdom and knowledge and, and understanding. Bring those that have intuitive potentials. Bring them. Bring the best. The enemy wants the best. And so, on this youth Sunday, perhaps it would be wise for us to consider again that youth are a special target of the enemy. He wants them because in them he sees a future. He wants them because he, as the scripture says, he wants to make them like the Chaldeans, change their names change their language, change their citizenry. Yes, when you consider all that his intent embodied, he was really trying to start another nation within his nation that came with other cultural and other behavioral tendencies and behaviors to the extent that they served a different God. He wanted to get them away from their environment, their natural environment, and put them in another environment and change them totally. I'm trying to say something. I'm saying that the enemy's goal is to change totally and to tag us. But these young people, Daniel, and his other three companions, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now watch this now. They rebelled. They rebelled. In fact, clearly Daniel purposed in his heart not to defile himself with the king's meat when they brought him a certain diet. And he had to take a stand. In these days, not just older people, but even the youth need to know how to take a stand. When you were being lured away, into other behaviors take a stand and have in your own heart a decision made that I will not defile myself oh my so this particular attitude that these young people had Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego refused to dance to the music of the enemy and to worship their image or their God and you see, when you observe their attitude and their aptitude, then you can appreciate their fortitude because they were able to stand up when others were falling down. They were able to stand in a clear-cut decision when others were just going with the flow. And somehow in this day, we must be discriminating a lot of it's being said about racial discrimination. But there are, there are many ways to apply that term, discriminate. Discriminate means we draw lines. And we say, I will not cross that line. Or I will not permit this, or I will not permit that. And that's the way life is to be lived. Because if you just fall for everything and don't stand for anything, then guess what? You will never, ever fully develop your potential. There has to be a point where you and I can learn from these three Hebrews 
teenagers in a foreign land as the target of the enemies, uh, I would have to say, diabolical plan. Because the enemy never has a good plan for you. I said, the enemy never has a good plan. I don't care how it looks good or how it would taste good. It's diabolical. The underlying purpose is to win you over. And when the enemy takes control, my, what a dilemma. So then I want you to know with me that uh, uh, this week as I was brooding over what I would say today, I observed something that struck me emphatically. And I said, oh my, look at that. What I observed was that if I began reading in this third chapter, I see some things. I see in verse 6. Got your Bible? In verse 6, it says, The same hour, watch this, be cast into the what? Into the midst. That's enough. Going up, same chapter, verse 11. Cast into the midst. You see it? All right, then come on down and look at verse 21. Cast into the midst. Somebody's going to get it. And just go on in verse 23, and you'll say, into the midst. You see it? Look at verse 24. Into the midst. Verse 25, into the midst. Look at verse 26. They came forth of the midst. Well, wait a minute here. That's a lot of in the midst. In fact, it's seven. Seven utterances. Of being in the midst. Well, I, I don't understand it. Well, can you understand this? Do you know what we are in the midst of now in the world? We are in the midst of the worst pandemic. You want to know what it means by being in the midst? What's it mean being in the midst? It, it means you are surrounded by or you are in the middle of. Mm-hmm. I say in the middle of. From beginning To end, you got a middle. We are in the middle of situations right now. You are and I am in a place where we did not choose. We are cast into this. That means against our own will. Against our own design. Are you listening to me? This world situation is nothing more than an in-the-midst condition. And in the midst of fiery circumstances, deadly circumstances, with loved ones leaving us, 
with many who are having to die without even a loved one by the bedside. Think about it. Those fresh responders. Think about those frontliners. Think about those people that are putting themselves at risk to save somebody else's life. That's where we are living right now. Oh, this, this business of wearing a mask, this business of distancing and all of the mitigating responsibilities that we have. It's necessary. Why? Because it's the in the midst situation. Well, the three points of this message. Number one, the procedure. Number two, the protection. And number three, the promotion. So stay tuned and be blessed because I'm really talking about how you can survive in the midst of it all. Said the protection. I'm hearing of how many pastors are leaving the ministry because they can't sustain the weight, a burden of even recovery from the losses in this pandemic, outstanding bills and all kinds of conditions make it appear impossible for them to return. But I want to speak to somebody that's in your furnace. I want you who are about ready to just give in and give up. I want to let you know the master is on the way. If you could just hang in there a little bit longer, you better help somebody. Tell them right now, hang in there a little bit longer. Tell somebody in the midst of it all. They don't hear you. In the midst of it all. In the midst of it all. Stay in place. And watch God. He's going to come with protection. Ah, because Nebuchadnezzar had to admit, didn't we throw three in? Did, didn't we throw three in here? But, but, but I, I see four in there. And the fourth one looks like the son of God. Now I know Theologically, though I'm not, not my time to go into any theological debate now, because some say he, he, he was talking about the, the son of the gods. And there's somebody else that said, no, it was a figment of their imagination. And then somebody else said, uh, somebody else said, no, uh, what, what it was, what, what it was, it, it was an angel that went in there. Even the devil has to admit was right. He may not originate it. He may not even want it. But he has to admit to it. The son of God. Didn't Jesus say, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But I will be with you always in the good times, in the bad times. In the cool times, in the hot season of your life, I'll be there. You can count on me. And so I noticed something, and you know me, you know me. Turn to Acts chapter 27. And then I want you to look at verse 21. It says, but after 
long absence, Paul stood forth in the what? In the midst of them and said, Sirs, you should have hearkened unto me and have not loosed from Crete and to have gained this harm and loss. Watch this. This is the phrase I want you to get. Paul stood forth in the midst. Paul stood forth in the midst. Got that? You know where they were? Friends, they were in the midst of the Eurocladon storm. It was one of the worst storms known to man. And they're being tossed to and fro. And it went on for seven days. And it went on for seven more days. It went on for 14 days. But if you read verse 36, the attitude is this. Be of what? Be of good cheer. You see it? Verse 25, look at verse 33. Verse 33 says it was for 14 days. Am I right? See it? Now look at verse 44. And verse 44 says that they all escaped safe. On the 14th day. Make the furnace seven times hotter. Because it's going to take more to get rid of these folks. Seven times hotter. How many times do you find in the midst? Seven times. Seven. Seven. Fourteen. I decree somebody in here today. You have now reached the right number, the right day, the right moment, the right hour. You are about to see how God in his wonder will put an end to it all. Well, I sincerely trust that you've been blessed and challenged and even inspired in this particular word. Now, remember... In the midst of it all. Did you know seven, seven? That equals 14. And 14 in biblical numerology denotes deliverance. You are about to come out, not just come through, but you're coming out and you will come out being promoted to higher, better, and even more significant experiences. So may the Lord bless you and yours, particularly in this season. May you discover how to survive in the midst of it all. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www. 
fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living. 